This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. Let's fucking go. What's up, boys? What's up with the what's up, huh? Somewhat of a catchphrase for me, huh? I stole it from somebody, don't know who, but that don't be, that's on based on. Oh, what's up with the what's up? Listen, I got to start the show by apologizing. Um, didn't do a recap this week because I thought I was starting my Wednesday show. I had planned to start my Wednesday show on July 20th. That's when everything was set in stone for me. I had all these things written up. It's July 20th, July 20th. I, I don't know what day of the week it is. I don't know what the date is. I thought July 20th was today. Today is J- July 13th. This is when I'm recording the Pick'em for UFC Long Island. Strong Island. And uh, for some reason, I thought the fucking 20th was this week. And I put out some logos. I put or, or I put out a little thing that says 720 on it. On Instagram, I put tomorrow, new show. Make sure you subscribe. Same thing with YouTube. And then my buddy texts me and goes, hey, tomorrow's the 13th. And I went, boy. Had to backtrack everything. I've, I've, I've been talking about it on the podcast. I said, a week from now, two weeks from now. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I'm such a fucking idiot. So I apologize for the inconvenience. Next Wednesday, the show, Wednesday takes. I'm hyping it up. Listen, what it is, is it's just me giving opinions of topics, of MMA, headlines, whatever. I have a whole thing on Ariel because he's a fucking bought scumbag. I have a whole thing on, uh, like, I, I did on, like, robberies and judges. Obviously, from week now, things could pop up. I have a certain fight announcements I'll go over that. It's just going to be more me, just less little gambling. You know, everyone sees me as a gambling guy, which is fun. This is my this is my passion. But, you know, I got some takes. This is MMA takes. I got to throw some takes out there. So that's what the whole thing is about. Um, and I apologize for being a complete fucking idiot and thinking that it was this week and not th- not next week. And everyone's like, Brian, not everyone, but they're like, hey, if you already had like a show ready to go um, and, you know, you've already said it's going to be a work in progress. The show's going to get better as it goes, you know, graphics and all of that, blah, blah, blah. Um, why don't you just do it on today? Good question. Good question. Now, before we get in the picks, I don't this is important for you guys to see how crazy I am. Or maybe you guys agree with me. Maybe you're like, dude, this dude and me are fucking on the same wavelength. I'm not a religious person by any means. Um, I didn't grow up religious or, uh, you know, I have had my own problems with all that stuff, but I'm not going to hear to poison you I, 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 about what I believe in. That's, that's not important. Who cares what you believe in, right? I believe in good people. I believe in a good moral compass. I believe in people should do the right thing. You're an, if you're a good person, you do the right thing. If you're a bad person, you do the bad thing, you know, yada, yada, you know, just, just be a good person. I don't care what church you follow. I don't care what your beliefs are or what you're, you know, what, where you're from skin color, any of that, just be a good fucking human being. You know what I mean? And treat others how you want to be treated. That's how I kind of was raised. But there's just one thing in this brain. I, and, and, you know, some people said, you're, you know, my buddy sent me a word for it, right? Um, because I told him the reason I'm not going to start uh, uh, on the, the 13th, it, it, you know, whatever he said. Uh, so, you know, you, you, I have a thing with numbers. I'm not really a spiritual person either. I, I guess I kind of am at times, you know, especially around times of death. I, you know, I, 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 you know, it's a very confusing time around death. Like my father-in-law just died. I just, I'm not going to you know, sit there and tell my wife what I believe she believes in, you know, she believes in heaven. She believes in God, which is fantastic, which I'm not going to poison her with my shitty beliefs because of the way I was raised. Anyway, 
You ever seen the movie number 23 with Jim Carrey? Good movie, right? Creepy. Everything he does adds up to 23. So ever since my daughter, my first daughter, when he was born on the 14th, 14 is a, it just keeps coming up for me. You know, 14, when she was born, it obviously changed my life. It keeps coming up for, for me. You know what I mean? I was born 1986. 86 is 14. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, we live at 824 is our address. 824 added up is 14. So many things come up 14. It's it's pretty. The, the last two digits of the truck I drive every day at work, and the reason I picked it is 77. 77 is 14. You know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm safe in that area. It's silly, I know. But it calms me down and lets me know, hmm, 14, right? 13 is the exact opposite. I know it's so cliche to be like, oh, lucky, unlucky number 13. But my dad died on the 13th. I had my one and only seizure, which completely altered my life on the 13th. And my, this, is, this is the worst one. I should have probably led with this one. High school girlfriend who I dated all throughout high school broke up with me on the 13th, May 13th. Yeah, so third, and I'm sure there's a ton of other shitty things or whatever that probably have happened on the 14th. Doesn't matter. 13, and I'm like, I'm not going to start this new show on the 13th. I can't. I won't do it. I'm not going to let the number win. So there you guys go. Your boy's crazy. Um, hopefully that relates to some of you. None of you. None of yous. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, we got picks to make. We got fights to, to pick. What, what, what was it? Good little card here on Strong Line. Middle of the day. Okay, this isn't working. Now it is. Middle of the day card. Kind of inconvenient for me. We have some stuff. Family stuff in the middle of the day. And I've already expressed to you guys before. My wife is super cool about me skipping out on family stuff because of fights or whatever. You know, I say, hey, this is my job. You know what I mean? Your boy's locked in. I don't want to go to a family event and play on my phone or whatever. Most Most women... Or what? Not women, excuse me. Most wives, I think it's probably 50-50. Either they're like, okay, that's cool. Or they're like, no, you're fucking coming with me. My wife is incredibly, exceptionally cool. Um, so uh, this Saturday, there's something right in the middle of the day. And usually they're on at night. Now they're in the middle of the day. So stone some things off. She got a little pissed at me. You know what I mean? She got a little hot on her collar. But what are you going to do? It's my job. That's what I can say. It's my job. Not really. Not really, but it is. All right, first fight of the night, Jessica Panay. Pasta, Jessica Pasta, plus 130. She is fighting Emily Ducate. Is that how you pronounce her name? Ducote? Ducate? I'm going to say Ducate. She is a minus 150. So you're starting the night off with my Achilles heel. A female fight um, where I don't, I mean, I know Panay. She's been around forever, and I pick against her almost every single time. Emily Ducate, I looked up tape on her. She looks like a pretty good striker. Looks pretty aggressive in there she's 28 years old coming out of oklahoma city which is in a very big mma squad right um and you know, came from went through bellator went through evicta every time she's kind of stepped up she's lost them she's got a couple wins in evicta but no one win in bellator two wins in bellator excuse me how many bellator wins like 10 wins in bellator jesus brian anyway i looked at her daniel taylor fight and she looked really good in the daniel taylor fight now i'm gonna play a little mma math here right so she beat daniel taylor and guess who lost to daniel taylor that's right, Jessica Penne. Jessica Penne lost to Daniel Taylor. And now this new thing, this new rage in, 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 um, in gambling, especially MMA, is the younger fighter always wins. You know, Yanni the Greek, you know, who I bashed before, but he's a good guy, 
uh, he, he his stats show the younger fighter wins. So as much as I want to take a shot on the pasta here, I'm going to go Ducati because he's a little more aggressive. I think Penne's a little more refined on the ground, but she's 37 years old. or well, I think she's actually 39, which in women's, yeah, she's 39 years old, incredible shape, incredible durability. Don't know if that is going to hold up at 39. Women's MMA, we, we've seen older fighters do very well. We've seen women in their 40s do very well. So, um, but I just like Ducati's just aggressiveness and overall toughness. I think she's going to come out and she's going to piece her up early. And then I think she could get in trouble on the ground if it goes there. Uh, cause Panay is, 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 you know, the pasta is fucking slick on the ground, but, uh, I'm good to go with the chalk here. I'm good to go with the, this is my Yanni, the Greek pick of the week, the younger fighter coming out on top, slight favorite minus minus one fifty. I know a lot of people are going to take the dog shot in here. You got the experience, you got the vet. Uh, and you got a girl who's 11 and six with not the best record in the world, who is very aggressive. Who can maybe, you know, you know, make a mistake or two with you know, usually aggressive fighters do. So give me Ducate and I hope I'm pronouncing your name, right? I'm sure Heidi Dean will let me know that I'm not, but, uh, let's go. Uh, Dwight Grant away uh, was supposed to be Phil Rowe versus, uh, Abukar, uh, Abubukar, uh, Khabib's boy, but that fight got canceled for some reason. So we're going Dwight Grant versus Dustin Stolfus. Dwight Grant minus 145, Dustin Stolfus plus 125. All right. Um, okay. Um, this fight stinks. You know, I think this is loser lead town. Uh, I don't like particularly watching either of these guys fight. Dwight Grant has some power, but he he sometimes doesn't throw. His wrestling is just okay. His jujitsu is non-existent. Dustin Stolfoots is good on the ground, but I think he might be a little overrated on the ground. He doesn't do a good job getting on the ground, and when he's on the ground, he tends to get dominated. He's done well in some fights, though, so I can see a dog shot here. But really, this is going to be a complete pass for me, boys. I'm not touching this fight. I mean, if you're going to go prop, I would go probably... I wouldn't take money on that line in this fight. Big Brain is screaming Stolfus by submission or Dwight Grant by KO. Uh, Stolfus has proven to be pretty durable. He's got a decent little chin on him, but this is a pass. I'm going to go Dwight Grant, though. I'm going to go Chalk again. I just think he's bigger, more athletic, physical, and I do think Stolfus is not going to be able to get it to the ground. Um, you know, he likes he likes it on the ground. And I just don't think he's going to get it there, boys. Uh, give me Dwight Grant. Give me him by boring decision, possibly late knockout, even though Stolfus is... Um, it is pretty durable. But if you're going to play the Dwight Grant knockout, I don't have the props available in front of me right now. If you're going to play that, make sure it's a fucking juicy number. Three over. three Plus three or more. We're cashing plus money tickets, boys. I wouldn't touch it unless it's plus three. Uh, but this fight's just a pass for me, guys. I just, you know, it is what it is. Dustin, not a pass for me. Dustin Jacoby, minus 130 versus Dong Moon Jung. Plus 110. I love saying fucking Korean guys' names. I don't think they like me saying it because uh, it's all due respect. Dong Woon Jun is just, it's just, they, they, it's just like really hard, you know, like Dong Woon Jun. Like it's just a, it's just a fucking fun name to say. I wish I had a Korean name and I'm not joking. You know, Brian. Ugh. All right. This fight's really good. Listen, Justin Jacoby, uh, I always say Justin. He, he should change his name to Justin Jacoby. I'm going to make a petition right now. If you know Dustin Jacoby, Say, hey, this guy, Brian Petrie on MMA takes, he wants you to change his name to Justin because he can't remember to call you Dustin, right? And I think he's going to go for it. I think he'll be a cool guy. Uh, he's on a streak here, boys, right? Got dropped from the UFC, if you remember, many, many, many moons ago. Went to kickboxing. Had a nice little kickboxing uh, thing there. Got knocked out by my boy Alex Pereira in kickboxing, though. But a nice little run in kickboxing. 
came back to the UFC against Justin, or excuse me, Ty Flores in the contender series, beat him up. Justin Ledette knocked him out. Max and Grissom, very close fight, which I thought he lost. Ian Kuzalaba, split draw, very close fight. Darren Stewart, where he looked fantastic, TKO'd him. John Allen, who's a durable dude, and then Michelle Olashechik, who's a little undersized, but a very close fight as well. Dong Eun Jun, this son of a bitch. This old son of a bitch. Young guy, 26 years old, huge for the weight class, 6'4". This guy, besides the Sam Alvey fight, has looked really good. Um, you know, he came and debuted against Kalidis Ibrahimov, who stinks. That guy's just not, I don't know how he got signed to the UFC. Beat him up, choked him out in the third round. Mike Rodriguez, who's no longer with the program as well. Boston boy, beat him up in the first round. Sam Alvey, very close fight. Looked like a little slow there. Looked a little gas there. Sam Alvey can be tricky for some people. That was back in 2020. If I was if if I was gonna be really high on this guy, he would have ran through Sam Alvey at that point. You know, this isn't you know this isn't 2017 Sam Alvey. This was 2020. Probably should have ran by him. Split draw. Uh, then William Knight, which is very he took William Knight down and just smothered him, beat him up on the ground. Dongun Jun had took anybody down at that point. Was just a stand up guy. Showed really good striking, but took him down. Showed well roundedness. You know, a lot of those Korean fighters have great judo. And then Kennedy and Zukchukwu, fucking dude, sign me up. I nailed that one. Knocked him out in the first round, which is very impressive because Kenny is very durable. Um, he gets hit a lot, but he's very durable and he just looked good this last weekend. So you're entering a guy who's hot against Dong Eun Jun, who we haven't seen in a little bit. He's coming off, you know, a couple. They're both on some win streaks. This should be much higher on the card. And you got Dong Eun Jun at a slight dog. I like that dog. Okay, this is dog. Okay, this is dog, baby. Give me that dog shot here, Dong Eun Jun. I think he's going to be more rounded. I think Dustin Jacoby is training like a freak right now. He's he's in the rhythm in Colorado. His boy just fought, um, damn, who was that last weekend where he's like, yeah, we got to go out to Long Island for Dustin. Uh, he was in his corner. I can't, I, I can't remember who it was. Anyway, um, so this guy's in camp, constantly ready, taking fight in short notice. His cardio's look pretty good. Three-round fight here. He wants to keep the fight on the feet. He's very good on the feet. However, I do think there's some holes on his feet. I think Dongan Jun's a big, strong guy. He's going to put a little pressure on him. I like him in the clinch with those elbows in the clinch, and I like him possibly maybe mixing some takedowns up. This could be a very competitive fight. Competitive fights? I'm going to go with the dog every time. Dustin Dustin Jacoby is a good fighter, but is he like a seven, eight fight win streak fighter? I don't know. He's going to prove it now. 205 is a little weak, but uh, I, you know, I like Dongun Jun here. I think the kid's special. 15, 2, and 1. The Sam Alvey fight really gives me pause. I mean, no disrespect to Sam Alvey, but man, a guy the caliber that I am putting Dongun Jun, I really think he should have ran through Sam Alvey, but what are you going to do? All right, next up, Bill Algio versus Herbert Burns. Bill Algio minus 200 versus Herbert Burns, who is plus 170. Mortal lock. This is my mortal lock, baby. Give me Bill Algio. Thin card, like a lot of dogs. Couldn't really find a ton of mortal locks, but Herbert Burns, I just don't think is that good. Gilbert got all the talent. Herbert, you know, good on the ground. Knocked out my boy Nate the Train. Other than that, though, he just looks a little pedestrian. I don't think his takedowns are good. I think his stand-up is just average. I think he probably hits hard like his brother, um, but he also just doesn't have the best cardio. But Algio is kind of fancy on the feet, moves awkwardly. However, he gives up a lot of takedowns and likes to play the guard a little bit. I think he's going to fight like hell because he knows. Like I'm not going against a wrestler here where I can play guard, maybe get a little tricky, maybe get some sweeps, pop up, duck my feet, maybe get a submission, whatever. Herbert Burns, ain't, you ain't going to do none of that. Bill should look for his own takedowns. Don't play the guard game off your back. Two to one. I don't love the number here. I think this is probably climbing as well. 
But, you know, it is what it is. So I'm going to go Bill Algio. He is slimeball candidate number one. Slime forever, baby. Slimeball candidate number one for Bill Algio. Mortal lock. Um, and uh, again, I just, I, I can't mortal lock an underdog. I've, that's burned me in the past. I've tried to get a little too fucking confident. And really all these other doll or favorites that I'm taking, I'm just a little hesitant. You know, maybe I'm, a, maybe I'm, I'm, I need to get some confidence back. But this is more of a play on, on uh, Herbert Burns not being that good. That's my interpretation. Herbert Burns not being that good. Bill Algeo being pretty good. Philly tough. Philly's hot right now. Uh, so give me Bill Algeo. Next up, Ricky Simone versus Jack Sewer. Ricky Simone plus 145. Jack Sewer minus 170. This should be co-main event. I mean, this should this is an amazing fight. Both these guys are so good. Um, oh, podcast juice. Um Man, I gave this fight on Anakin Florian picked this fight. I picked Jack Shore. Had some second thoughts, man. Usually, you know, I picked those on Sunday, and usually I, I don't have second thoughts, but I have second thoughts. Ricky Simone is a legit dude. He looks to be in incredible shape. I think Jack Shore is going to struggle uh, kind of everywhere here. Jack Shore is really going to separate how good of a grappler he is because if he can out position out grapple a guy like Ricky Simone who we've never really seen anybody do that Marab was the closest we came and Simone is adding power adding striking adding confidence big kid at 135 strong this is a big statement fight for Jack Jordan's undefeated 16 and0 if he gets through Ricky Simone here who I who I do keep pretty high up on my totem of, of 140 135 or excuse me he's ranked number 15 in the world Jack Shore number 13 but I think Ricky Simone, if he if he just fought a little more consistently at 135, I think he'd be up there. But man, this is tough. I'm gonna stick with my guns. I'm not gonna give a pick out to the public on Anakin Florian and then change my mind here. I think Jack Shore, his stand-up's tricky, his timing's tricky. He stands, he stays long a little bit. I think in the grappling exchanges, um, I think Ricky Simone's the better wrestler. I think Jack Shore's the better grappler. I think he has more submissions. Uh, opportunities there with you know he can threaten with a neck or whatever, but I could also just see Ricky Simone just dog walking this kid. I really can't. I see Simone being really nice here at 145. This is why I can't make Jack Shore my favorite. You know, Memorial Lock minus 170. I have all the respect in the world for Jack Shore. I'm really high in this kid, but this is a really tough matchup, and I kind of love that he's taking it right. You know, his manager, whoever his team could have been like, you know. Probably shouldn't take this Simone fight. I mean, rank number 15, you're you're taking a step back in the rankings. This kid's a fucking dog. And, you know, we could have maybe fought up, but he goes, no, fuck it, I'll do it. You know, and I love that. You know, this is going to be an absolute technical warfare. I don't see it probably for the casual fans. Like my wife, if she sits with me, she's not going to be jumping out of her seat or whatever, but I will be because this is going to be, you make one wrong move in this fight, you're getting your fucking neck taken, you're getting your arm taken, whatever. Give me Jackie Shore, even though I'm not sure about it. Woo! Baby, nailed that fucking joke. Pugliano, Puna, Soriano versus Dolce, Lugalabula. <clears throat> nailed it. Uh, Puna is minus 240. Dolce is a plus 200. Dolce's getting this line because he lost to Cody or Cody Brundage last time out. He looked really good. Coming off two losses himself. Doesn't have many good wins. I mean, Deshaun... Oh, there's my dog. Hear him. Deshaun Townsend? Deshaun Townsend knocked him out. Deshaun Townsend, I don't think, got a UFC win. Got knocked out by Magomed in a really competitive fight. Beat Marcus Perez. No longer in the UFC. 
Dropped the decision, and then Brun just choked him out. He completely gassed out. Puna needs a re rebound here. Puna slangs them things, dude. Coconut. Is this Coconut Bombs? No, this is just Puna. Coconut Bombs is Max Metallo. I'm sorry. Hawaiians, don't fucking kill me. I apologize. I thought his name was Coconut Bombs. Him and Max Metallo, I believe, are boys. Brandon Allen, Nick Smackamoff was a very close fight. Puna can wrestle. I think Puna has some submissions. I think he's got big fucking power. Um, I see Dolce probably wanting to stand up with him a little bit, chain, exchange power. I think there's one way to play this, and I think it's props here, baby. I'm I'm going to take Puna. He's a slime dog candidate number two. I like the number because Kennedy is coming off a of very, you know, he's got two wins in the UFC that don't mean much. Two guys who aren't in the UFC, but he's built like a motherfucking brick. Throws them things. No cardio whatsoever. Puna showed up that, you know, showed that his cardio can be put in question. Um, but he went three rounds with Brennan Allen, and he went three rounds with Nick Maximoff with a heavily wrestling, and, and he slowed down a little bit. But I don't see that being the case here. I think both these guys are going to want to land a big shot, but I think the X factor, right? And you know I'm going to clip this if I get this right. This is going to be clipped, and I'm putting it all over social media because his brain's right. I like Puna by sub. I think Puna can get him by a neck. I think Puna's a good wrestler. I like Puna by sub here. It could be club and sub, drop him, grab a neck, whatever. Could knock him out. I like Puna by finish. And I have sub written down here, which you know, Brad, you know what? It might not be the juiciest number because he just, Dolce did just get sub, but man, it's going to be a nice little number. That's all I'm saying. Hey, that one gift for that one guy. That's all I'm saying. Next up, Lauren Murphy. She is a plus 150 versus Misha Tate plus 170, minus 175. Excuse me, Misha Tate, I believe, is close to 200 now. A lot of money coming in on Cupcake. So I bounced back and forth. They were supposed to fight. We're ready to do the picks. Fight got canceled the day before we were doing our picks. I had Lauren Murphy circled. Cody Merrill, producer of the stars, and I talked. I like Lauren Murphy at the dog price. The more research I did, she's just a little unathletic. She's just a little stiff in there. You know, she's 38 years old. Misha takes the younger fighter in here, which is kind of crazy to think because Misha's been around forever. Misha's in incredible shape. Cardio not going anywhere. I wish Misha, who's a very good wrestler, would work on her takedowns a little more her last time out, I feel like her takedowns were a little pedestrian. She's working on her stand-up. She's working on her overall game, but I really want to hammer those takedowns. I think she should take down Lauren Murphy here. I think she can she can get inside, and she can fight ugly as well. That's the only chance Lauren's going to have here. Stay on the outside. When it gets inside, just get fucking dirty because uh, Lauren Murphy's got that dog in her. But uh, I like Misha here. I'm starting to get a little more confident in this pick. I don't know about two-to-one confident. I think Misha's just going to kind of take her down, maybe look for some submissions, maybe – um beat up a little bit and then could be a decision. I have a decision written down here. could be a submission. Lauren Murphy's very, very tough. And uh, Misha is, is good on the back, but I don't think she has like a, like a wide variety of submissions. That's just my opinion. I know she's probably one from every since, you know, every fucking position, but really taking someone's back rear naked choke is kind of her thing, but don't know if she's going to get that Murphy. I do think that if she gets Murphy grounded, she can really put a dominant win here. And this is Misha Tate at first time at 125. I think, you know, Everything I've seen on Instagram, she's be in completely good shape, completely ripped. I wouldn't be surprised if she's six pounds off right now. Um, give me Cupcake Tate, man. I'm, I wasn't confident. I flip-flopped back and forth. Um, a dog shot definitely is worthy here with Lauren Murphy. I see some people taking that. There's some definitely value in that. But I'm going to go Cupcake for the dub. Shane Burgers with Charles Jordan. Great fight. Love this fight. Uh, Shane Burgos. Slime, whatever. Slime ball cannon number three. Shane Burgos. Uh, don't like the line. Again, trying to find my spots here. 
Jordan uh, is coming off with a lot of confidence, coming off a submission win. He's a good striker. He likes to pick his spots. That Andre Yule fight, though, man, he just let the dog. I keep saying that the dog had him. He just fucking let it go. And that was impressive. If he does that against Burgos, we're in for a war because Burgos doesn't stop. His cardio is phenomenal. He's absolutely giant at 145. He's in New York. He fights in New York a lot. Um, I like his boxing. I like his toughness. I think he's just going to be a little too quick for Drinan. And I broke this down on Anakin Florian as well, and I stick by my my sentiment here that when it, the tough gets going, baby, uh, I just think Burgos is going to be a little bit tougher, a little bit nasty in there. Charles Drinan, again, I think this kid's talented. He's 26, 27 years old. Good-looking kid, got some dope tattoos. Is he, what is he? He's 26, right? Can I read? 26. 26. Got a hot chick. Check out his Instagram. His chick's very beautiful. Um, I like Burgos here. I like Burgos. I think he's, he went out training with Emin a little bit. He's kind of getting some different looks. Um, and I just think he's going to be a little bit more cleaner on the fight. I don't think Jordan is, is going to have the big, uh, Burgos gets hit a lot, right? That chin's never going to hold up, especially when you're cutting that much weight, right? He's been knocked out before. The Edson Barboza knockout was very scary to me, but I do believe that Jordan doesn't have that kind of power. So I like Shane Burgos here by decision. I don't think anyone's going to get finished here. Um, the line's a little wide for me. That's why I'm throwing him in a slime ball. I can understand if people were to go Jordan or whatever, but nah, I just I just see Burgos outpointing him, winning the exchanges, being the busy, busier physical guy in there. And uh, both these guys are fucking nails. So give me uh, Burgos. Next up, Matt Snell, MTV Cage, Louisiana stand up, even though Matt Snell, I think, is repping Texas nowadays. Plus 200 versus Sumajari, who is a plus or minus 210, 240, excuse me. Uh, this line's wide. And I, I'm taking Snell here as a dog. Hello? Okay, this is dog. Okay, this is dog. Um, Sumajari's four losses come by submission. Matt Snell is very good off his back. I know he's chinny. I knew Sumajari has big power. Matt Snell knows that. Matt Snell has clean boxing. His head movement's cleaned up a little bit. I like Snell to avoid the big shots. And when it hits the ground, Sumajari's a fish out of water. Snell's got a good triangle, great triangle, good chokes. He's well-rounded on the ground. And I think that's where he knows he needs to get it. So this could be my send him home as well. Send, send him, him home. And uh, I like I like Snell here, baby. Almost became my dog lock. But I really like Matt Snell to finish this fight. This fight's not going to win a decision. Because even if you're opposite me, Snell's either going to get knocked out or he's going to choke him out or take an arm or something like that. So it is what it is. The Leech. Jiling Lee. Jiling Jiling Lee. The Leech. My, uh, plus 140 versus Muslim Salikov. Minus 165. This is, a, this is a dog pick here. This is another dog pick. This is going to be my dog lock. Don't have a dog lock sound effect yet. We'll get it. I love the leech in the spot. I love it. I'm not going to backtrack at all. I see a lot of cappers going, no, 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 no. The fucking leech is taking us. And I'll tell you why. Salikov's this pretty little striker. He likes to throw his little kicks and move and everything. And he's got cool kicks and striking. His hands are okay. He's a you know world champion, whatever the fuck. That pretty shit ain't going to work with the Leeds. Leeds is taking some time off. He's went to Florida. He got absolutely dog walked by Chimaev. He's embarrassed by that. He's a prideful guy. He's a tough dude. Hits hard. Big for 170. I think the first round Muslim is going to have a pretty good round. I think the Leeds is going to be a feeling out round, but then he's going to fucking put on the Jets. Turn on the Jets. Walk forward. Beat up Muslim. I see a late third round finish. Could be possible. Decision win by G Lee, uh, the Leech. 
Not even going to try to pronounce his name again. 29-28. That's what I'm predicting. I like to leech. I'm all over this. This is Dog Lock. Dog Lock City. Uh, that pretty shit. That little cutesy shit Muslim does. Nah, that's cool. Right? You know, people are going to like it. They're going to ooh and ah. You throw fucking spinning wheel kick and you miss and everyone's going to go, ooh. Leech is going to just fucking march you down, baby. Let's go, Leech. Co-main event, Michelle Waterson, the Karate Hottie, plus 340 versus Amanda Lemos, minus 425. Very wide. No one giving Michelle Waterson respect, and I'm one of them not giving it to her. I think Lemos is just more active, fighting the better females right now. Michelle Waterson, been in the game forever. Uh, looks to me in tremendous shape here, but she doesn't really kind of know what kind of fighter she is anymore. She's not really a striker. Kind of wants to grapple. She's undersized. I think she's going to try to grapple Lemos here because that seems to be the weakness, and Lemos has big, big power. But I'm going Lemos here. 425 is really wide. Again, female MMA, not my strong suit. If you are – let me, let, me, let me put this out to the universe. Let me put this out to – what's in the metaverse? Right? Let me put that to the universe, right? If you have a strong – and I'm talking fucking strong lean on Michelle Watterson to win this fight. And you're like, here's how she does it. I'll put a unit on it. I just, I can't see a world where she wins. She can grapple, but she's a little undersized. Her striking is just, her kicks are okay, but her striking is a problem. She gets hit a lot. Lemos is powerful. I just don't see how she can get it done. Um, so prove me wrong. I would love to take a shot at plus 340. But I'm all over Lemos. I can't bet minus 425. I just absolutely can't. So I won't. So I'm not. So that's it. Next up, main event, Brian Ortega, minus 155 versus Yair Rodriguez, plus 135. I tell you what, they gave us on the Anakin Florian. You hear me saying that a lot. Gave out Yair. Sticking with Yair. However, been listening to some podcasts this week, as you do. You know, listen to some, you know, the guys I like on Twitter, all that shit. And a lot of people like Brian Ortega. A lot of people I respect are giving out like concrete picks on Ortega going, there's no way he loses this fight. Yeah. Years trash on the ground. Yeah. 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 Man, it's making me, I, I don't second guess a lot, but it's making me second guess. The way I read this fight is Brian Ortega just doesn't really wrestle. He has the home run ball, right? He's got the fucking deep ball with the guillotine and the triangle, but that's usually when someone comes at him, or, or whatever, takes him down. I don't think Yair's going to do that. Yair's very fast, very quick on the feet, explosive, has a ton of power everywhere, and cardio good for five rounds. Brian Ortega's fallen off a cliff on five rounds. The Max Holloway fight and the Volkanovski fight. Yeah, he finished, but he fell off a cliff after some of those rounds. He just really, after the third round, just battled on heart. Uh, Yair is saying he's promised a title shot, right? I mean, he's got a little more motivation. I think Brian Ortega... Has got to win at least two or three more impressively when they get a title shot. But the one thing that keeps coming back to me is what if Brian Ortega wrestled? What if he went in there and fucking wrestled? Then Yair's fucked because Yair got taken down by Max. His ground game is very suspect. Um, I got to imagine he's doing everything in his power not to get taken to the ground because Brian Ortega is fantastic on the ground. He's, he's got a lot of weapons there. Um, and I think if Yair gets in a guillotine or a triangle, he's not Volkanovski. He's not getting out. So my play here is, is going to be Yair. I like the plus money because I do think he's a talented fighter. So my money's going to Yair by decision. I don't think he's going to finish Ortega. Ortega is very, very durable. But, man, I, I, I mean, Ortega's the favorite, rightfully so. I get it. Better, better resume, fights more often. You know, just fought for the title, gave Volkanovski a run. 
I get the I get him being the favorite here, but man, that plus money by the sub, it's well, the, it's probably not that fucking high. Let me pull it up. I'm gonna pull it up because you know we're all wondering it. Wrong app, wrong browser, wrong everything. Here we go. Here we fucking go. I'm not live. I should edit this out, but I won't. Um, you know, usually it pulls right up that but here we go. DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's go. Um, here we go. Nope. Chris Curtis next week, baby. I can't wait. Where are you at, you some bitch? Okay, I passed it right up. All right. So Brian Ortega. Why is this like this? This is dead air. Brian Ortega by submissions plus 250. Yeah, year by decisions plus 300, by submission plus 1800, and plus KO 400. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, Brian Ortega by submission at plus 250. I don't know how you pass that up. I just don't know how you pass it up. I'm on your year, though. Here's the slime bowl. Here's the lock. Dog lock. The leech. Confident in it. Sent him home. Matt Snell. Underdog sent him home. Gonna fucking take an arm. Triangle, whatever. Mortal lock. Bill Algio. Those are my three locks. Slime ball parlay coming at you. Plus 247. It is Bill Algio. Boom. It is Shane Burgos. Shabam. It is Puna Suriano. Shabam. You're getting plus 240. Let's get slimy. All right. That's it. So next week, next week, the 20th, next Wednesday is Wednesday takes. Obviously, I'm going to do the pick them. I did do the recap this week. I apologize. Michael Johnson got robbed. Uh, got beat up a little bit at the books. I'll do a recap next week. I apologize. My daughter started school. We're all excited about that. So anyway, next Wednesday, Wednesday takes, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. MMA takes podcast on YouTube and go follow me on Twitter. Brian Peter at MMA, Brian Peter MMA at Twitter. I love Twitter. MMA takes podcast on, uh, on IG as well. Oh, you kids love IG. That's it. That's it, boys. Uh, UFC Strong Island this weekend, midday card. I'm excited. Let's fucking go. Thank you.